0: This episode of The Weekly Standard is sponsored by TommyJohn.com. Tommy John is a revolution in men's underwear that focuses on fit, fabric, and function. Shirts that stay tucked, socks that stay up, and underwear that keeps everything in place, whichever way a man moves. Now, when they came to me and said, Michael, we want you to try on our socks, underwear, and T-shirts and talk to the podcast listeners about them, I said, you know you may have found the worst person in America to do this. I'm not a clothes guy. I, I I'm Underwear? My only question about underwear in the past was, how many holes can they have in them before they're technically not underwear? Then I tried Tommy John underwear. Wow. It's like somebody who understands how men are shaped actually designed these. The T-shirts have a patented taper design. They're longer and form-fitting with just the right amount of stretch. And the socks have a unique technology that keeps them from sagging. I love Tommyjohn.com products. That's all I'm wearing from now on, and I think you will too. But don't take my word for it. Try them for yourself, 20% off, and support the Weekly Standard podcast. Go to Tommyjohn.com slash Weekly Standard. Use the promo code Weekly Standard. That's Tommyjohn.com slash Weekly Standard. Guys, you're going to love them. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. And yes, the underwear part of the conversation is now at an end because Alice Lloyd of the Weekly Standard has joined us to answer the musical question, Harambe or hate crime? So Alice, what the heck is going on?
1: Well, Clemson University um, earlier this week, one administrator sent an email to RAs and students encouraging them never again to publicly post the popular Harambe meme, which if you spent any time on the internet, um, since his tragic death you may have encountered. Well, stop
0: right there because there are people who
1: haven't.
0: (laughs) So I'm already uncomfortable, first of all, being a South Carolina Gamecocks fan lifelong, talking about anything regarding Clemson. I'm not happy about. (laughs) Uh, But since they look stupid, I'm okay with that. But seriously, Harambe, he was a gorilla at the Cincinnati Zoo? Uh,
1: Yeah, the gorilla at the Cincinnati Zoo, a child wandered into his enclosure and the poor gorilla had to be shot. And and such incredibly sort of pious displays of public grief have inspired Mm -hmm. basically a subculture – um, making fun of um, people who feel the need to grieve Harambe, right. which is completely <laughs> natural. It's ridiculous.
0: Well, it's very Internet-esque. Absolutely. I will certainly say that. Yeah. And so the, 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 the aspect of this is people who are, uh, you know, saying essentially the child was no more valuable than the gorilla and why did you have to kill the gorilla just to save a child? What's the big deal? And then, oh, my God, the death of a single animal is like, you know, you know, uh, a major human tragedy. So this overwroughtness inspired Mm -hmm. kind of an ironic reaction. Naturally. But some people find these Rompe references truly offensive. Why?
1: It's it's actually the way in which people find it offensive is itself offensive Um, (laughs) because they say that it's, you know, racist to joke about a gorilla and um, and promotes rape culture. And and those, I th- I think, are inappropriate associations, right? Well, gorillas should Gorillas my... <laughs> shouldn't make us think of racial tension unless our minds already point in right, exactly. that direction. And it's and, just not a pretty suggestion. And this is the suggestion.
0: fascinating part about the writing you've done and it's the weeklystandard.com and the whole issue is the people who are upset with this bring all of this – Baggage that you could say <laughs> is offensive. They're working so hard to find offense that they themselves are projecting these kind of racial stereotypes and assumptions, and all of which has resulted in college campus cultures reacting. And which brings us to Clemson, right? This desire to have students in college never encounter any idea, information, presentation that makes them uncomfortable is—is it, is it part of that larger? Campus conversation?
1: It absolutely is. And, and, and honestly, Clemson hasn't banned the Harambe meme. Um, and they've, they've made a special effort this week to say that, you know, we didn't really ban it, it was just that one email. But what was so what was such a perfect um, example of, as you say, this broader cultural weirdness um, was was that the administrator's email included a line warning students that that if they're insensitive toward each other, they would run afoul of Title IX.
0: Now, what is Title IX?
1: Title IX is something like thirty-seven words in um, an education law from 1972 that. Banned any sex discrimination in schools, and so that's why NCAA sports get a little bit more money <laughs> because there are more girls in colleges than boys, and there there are all these things we get from Title IX. But more recently, under the Obama administration, um, the Department of Education's Office of Civil Rights has been issuing overbearing guidances in the form of what's called the you know the Dear Colleague Letter. And the reason that they're so binding and manage to um, work around constraints on what federal agencies are allowed to do is that um, the department requires – Private and public colleges to adhere to the guidelines or else lose federal funding, which they all need, or face public shame. Mm-hmm. You know, and celebrities join in to Joe Biden's <laughs> sure. campaign, and it's a it's really. But serious. St- you
0: mentioned federal funding. I mean, this is the the dangerous part: a university administrators trying to show some common sense. Right. Somebody on campus starts getting upset because they think that mocking the overreaction to the death of a zoo animal, actually (laughs) about racism and rape culture. And so they say this idiotic thing. Mm. The administrator may want to confront this idiocy. And all of a sudden, well, wait a minute. Federal funding is on the line. This isn't just goofy political correctness. It's goofy political correctness plus the threat of the funding gun behind it.
1: Absolutely, and it's a big part of the reason why we've talked so much in the last few years, and and sure, maybe we're all getting tired of it, but it continues to be a problem why we've talked so much about trigger warnings and safe Mm -hmm. spaces, because these issues keep coming up. It's a chilling effect on free speech, and we think, you know, certain instances, the Harambe meme, um, Professors like Laura Kipnis at at Northwestern wrote an essay criticizing this culture of sort of paranoia about Mm -hmm. sex on campuses, and she – um, was drawn into a Title IX investigation.
0: And then there's, of course, the example of Trump chalk writing Trump's name in chalk. At, at University. Emory University. Total <laughs> panic. But you said that you learned that there's actually a uh, free speech protection in the law that could be invoked here.
1: So uh, what's interesting um, that I learned from Robert Shibley's new broadside um Twisting Title IX is that there's actually a law in place uh, dating from the New Deal, the Administrative Procedure Act, that ought to have checked these, these sweeping regulations. But the Office of Civil Rights and the Department of Education um, gets away with calling them guidances, calling the Dear Colleague letter something other than what it is. It is a regulation. Um, well,
0: it has the effect of regulation no matter what they call it because absolutely. there's money behind it. And absolutely. you know if you're asking a college you know, president or administrator, what are we going to do, take a chance and lose, you know, end up in court and fighting for funding or just uh, you know, punish this one annoying student? The one annoying student is doomed, which brings us to the final question. Am I or am I not allowed to use the Harambe meme anymore?
1: You absolutely are allowed to use it. And, um, and I, I'm, honestly, I think that that is in part thanks to a dramatic reaction against anti-speech measures on campuses. I don't, I don't remember whether it was the president of the university or, or the sort of the chief administrative office in general put out a statement just the other day saying we didn't actually ban it. They wouldn't have had to do that if there hadn't been this huge media reaction. Right. So good for us. Good for media. You know, <laughs> stick it and to them. And good
0: for people uh, 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 standing up. Now, next time we talk about the Peppy the Frog meme, then oh, it no. really gets yeah. crazy. <laughs> Alice Lloyd, thanks for joining us for the podcast. We appreciate you. Your time.
1: Thank you for having me. You've
0: been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.